You're listening to The Green Thumbs Up, brought to you by Miniquip Hire, WA's leading machinery hire company, supporting the Landscape Industries Association, WA. G'day landscapers, welcome to another episode of Green Thumbs Up, a podcast brought to you by Miniquip, Western Australia's premier earth moving company. Join with me today in the host seat is Matthew Lunn. G'day Matt, how are you? G'day Nico, good to be here again, I feel like I've been living here all week after last Friday night, what a great event you put on. Yeah, it was a good night. I launched the, the podcast and lots of um, friendly faces and I've had lots of good feedback. So hopefully this gives us the uh, momentum to push on with the with the association going forward. Yeah, and talking to Benno, who's also behind the scenes with us today, just making sure the sound uh, levels are right. Uh, we're getting some good numbers with people listening to us. Yep, it's definitely growing. Well, today we're joined by one of our board members, Alessio. G'day, Alessio. Welcome to the uh, podcast for the first time. Ciao, guys. Thank you very much for having me. <laughs> you can tell he's Italian, Nick, can't you? I've never noticed, actually. That's <laughs> the first time I've ever heard his accent. So, <laughs> <laughs> Look, it's great to have you here. And um, look, uh, from, from Italy, where, whereabouts in Italy are you from? I'm from Rome. And uh, how long have you been here in Perth? Uh, just over 13 years. And uh, all your family, obviously, here? And uh, no, all my family is back in Italy. I'm growing just, yeah. growing. Tomatoes, I bet. <laughs> <laughs> so, Nico, what should we find out from this guy today? What's, what do we well, want to talk to him about? you know, I just want to find out how he got into the industry, um, you know, why he's a board member. I know he's been involved with a lot of show gardens around Perth over the years. He does some high-end landscaping, so there's not that many landscapers that do the kind of work yeah. he does. He's experienced with um, different types of stone. and You know, I just want to hear just about his life as well, why he's here, why he stayed in Perth. Does he eat spaghetti every night? You know, the important (laughs) questions. And drink Peroni. Okay, far away. Tell us about landscaping from Italy to here. How did you get involved? Uh, Basically, my grandfather opened the business uh, in 1950s, back in Rome. And uh, I grew up uh, helping my dad and my grandfather since I was uh, a little kid. Tell us about, yeah, working with your grandfather, dad as well, is that right? Yeah, yeah, it's been challenging because... I got a pretty strong character like my dad. We clashed a lot, but I <laughs> had the chance to learn a lot from them. And in 2008, I decided to change and uh, I moved to Australia. Yeah. And look, coming from Italy to Perth, Western Australia, like myself coming from London to Perth, totally different climate, totally different type of landscape. Italy's got some of the best gardens, haven't they? Uh, the gardens in Italy are very formal and green and here... Uh, much, much different, more dry. So, yeah. And they're varied. Yeah. Every garden you do, not many are the same, are they? So, uh, yeah. And uh, Nico, have you been to Italy? Been over there? Uh, yeah, I have when I travelled when I was in my early 20s. Did the Rome and, you know, all the, all the places like that. So, yeah, it's an amazing place. I mean, culture, the history, that you, every bloody corner that you, <laughs> that you walk past, it's pretty inspiring for a young, young kid like me coming from Perth. To go over there, and it's interesting to hear your story coming the up- opposite way and seeing what we've got here, I guess. What, what was one of the draw cards of staying in Perth? Uh, just the lifestyle. I love the people, I love the weather. It's a great place to have a family. And 
Yeah, the gardens are amazing over here. Uh, back in back in Rome, it's very hard to find uh, a house with a garden. Most of them are balconies, and the gardens are all uh, geraniums. Yeah, oh yeah, <laughs> geraniums or dwarf lemon trees, yeah. uh, a lot of lavenders, rosemary. <laughs> yeah, of course, of course, some great yeah. places like Lavender. Tuscany. Can you think yeah. of Tuscany? I mean, think of all the pine trees through there. And I was just thinking of Lake Como. Have you done Lake Como? Yeah, I've been there a few times Beautiful when I was young. Gardens. With, yeah. with George Clooney, I'd imagine. Yeah, well, they yeah. actually they filmed James, James Bond there. I think one of the James Bond films down there. But look, let's get back to Perth. Uh, tell us about Lesios Gardens. So I opened the business uh, in 2016. I was just me at the start doing uh, garden maintenance and landscaping. Um, I managed to grow the business uh, uh, to six people full-time and two people in the office. Um, we mainly do uh, landscaping construction and, uh, and garden maintenance. One of the questions I really want to ask you is what yeah. other landscapers ask me often is, you start out as a single operator, Oh yes. then you bring someone <clears throat> on board, making those steps to then have a couple of utes, three or four guys, yes. it's tough, isn't it? It's making that hard. commitment. Tell us, uh, you know, what were some of the problems you had start finding the right staff? Uh, finding the right staff, uh, having constant work. That's the main issue. In order to be able to have people full-time or working for you, you have to guarantee them a certain amount of hours. So finding the, the feed of work constantly that was the main challenge at the start because no one, no one knew me and didn't do a great deal of advertising. And, yeah. So, so how did you... You obviously have a, a decent flow of work coming through, a decent pipeline now. Yeah. How did you did you go about setting that up? Do you do you work with designers? Do you? You've, I know you've done some show gardens. Like how, how did it, how did it work? Yeah, I started to work with Andrea from Mork Architecture. They introduced me cherries from Garden Diva. Since uh, five years now, um, I got constant feed of work from different architects and different designers. Uh, it's been yeah, it's been great. But I think when I've spoken to you, and we, I remember we sat down in Fremantle and we had a beer and we just sat down and talked about the business. Uh, one of the things, sorry, no, it's the Camfield for someone else. Um, I think the thing that stood out to me, which I think is a real strong message to the landscapers listening today, is your commitment. You are so oh, yeah. committed, and Nick's the same that you're going to do the best job. Everything's got to be done. If it's not quite done rightly. I bet you're back there fixing it up, and I think ah, that's I, you. I rip it out straight again. I restart again. The, the job needs to be perfect. I work really hard. I try to do always the right thing by the client and by by me. Not try. I always do the right thing. Yeah, it sounds like you're a bit of a control freak, I guess. Summing it up in what you've just said. So you've obviously taken on a few more guys. You've given them the responsibility. They can, you know, do what you want and you've, you're comfortable or do you still have moments where your dress and uh, comes through? Or, or you, you've I'm got always, trust in them? No, I'm always, I, I try <coughs> to trust everyone, but I'm always, always on top of everything. I always double check if I'm not on site for the day. I always get in touch. The, the supervisor has to call me by the end of the day and give me the report of what has been achieved and the performance of the guys. Yeah, and, and that's the biggest problem is that as you grow, you start to lose. Because it, it was you. You were yeah. building one or two guys with me working. Now suddenly you're running a few teams. You've really got to be very organised. 
Uh, yeah. And I know talking to Nick, Nick's phone doesn't stop ringing from all these guys. So it's, it's, it's a very – got to be organised. Organised and you need to be very good uh, in solving problems because there is – Day to day. Yeah, every yeah. day there is something. That's part of the fun though, isn't it, Alessio? Oh, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> now I notice you, you pop up on a few of the like straight curve, you appear on there, yep. some of their ads, uh, a bit of Netafim too, I think you perhaps might be doing some stuff with them, but tell us a little bit about some of the products or, or, or things that you really believe in when, you build it, when you're building a garden, some of the good products that, that you found really work well for our landscape, you know, when you're building a landscape. Yeah, I believe in using high quality products. For the irrigation, I use all the top we can get. Metal edging, I use a lot of metal edging from Formbos and from Streckerb. Both of them, both great products. Uh, they are great in different applications. Yeah. And are you saying, going back to the irrigation in particular, are you saying some of your clients now putting in decent controllers? I mean, are you you encouraging to put decent decent stuff in? Yeah, I basically... I quote for all the, the best that you can get, and uh, if the client wants to cut corners, I try to step away on the job. <laughs> yeah. Probably a good way to do. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Easy. Easy that way. Yeah. Um, tell us about Liowa. So you're on the board. What have you got out of it so far? What have you got out? Because you've been with us for a few years. You jumped on, on board when I got involved too. Um, yep. You enjoying yourself? Yeah, say, yeah. Say yes. <laughs> it's been great. The Liawa is growing a lot. It's changing so much in the years. I believe that it will keep going to grow. And uh, hopefully we will get some recognition for the industry, like the Master Landscape uh, courts. That would be a great thing. Yeah, well, I guess, I mean, I'm probably no different to you. The, one of the main reasons why I got involved with the landscape industry was to have some form of regulation you know and i see the way forward now is probably not necessarily through the government but our own self-regulation so if we can get that master landscaper landscaping program up and running then we can sort of regulate our own in in our industry and then when it's time when the government's ready then we've already done all the steps you know i guess but i mean that's one of my focuses i guess is to to set us apart from everyone else that's doing it because it's a big, big industry, you know, and there's only so many landscapers involved in Liawa. I want to reach out to them, bring them on, train them, encourage them, get them, get them involved, really. So, yeah. And that leads me on. I mean, some of the jobs you go to, are you getting some jobs where you're having to go back and fix things up from previous people who've had a go at it or...? Do you uh, see, or when you go into perhaps a garden that's already been done, some really ordinary landscaping out uh, there? Yeah, that happened two years ago. I quoted this job. The client was surprised about the quote. Uh, she thought it was very high. So got another guy doing it, and halfway he, she stopped him, and she called me back and <laughs> said, can you fix it? I said, there's not much I can do. I had to repeat out everything. And, and start again. And start again. Yeah. That's what we did. Yeah, yeah. Now she's very happy. <laughs> <laughs> uh, tell us a little bit about contracts and getting your contracts right. It's critical, isn't it? You know, setting that up from the beginning with your client. Oh yeah, I got a lawyer doing my contracts, so it's very, very handy. They set uh, the terms of payment, uh, the warranties, and 
and everything else. But that that ensures that things don't go wrong, doesn't it? Oh, really? yeah, absolutely. That, it builds that understanding with the customer yeah. and you, the installer. That's so, so critical. Well, you've told us a lot about what you do. Tell us a little bit about outside work. You've got a family, you know, you go, have to go fishing, anything like that? I know you've uh, been renovating camping, your house. I've been renovating my house. They kept me very, very busy. Still had to do my garden. I got two young kids. Uh, the oldest is four and my youngest is 11 months. Oh, jeez, that must keep you pretty busy as well, mate. So did yeah. the four-year-old start school yesterday? Today. I brought him today. Oh, for the How good is that? Day. Was it good fun? Yeah. Yeah, yeah my little four-year-old it. went yesterday, so... Did yeah. you have tears running down your face? No. <laughs> like, were you pushing them away? Go or go? Off you go. He, he just, like, <laughs> ran away. He said, okay, Dad, I'll see you tomorrow. I'll see you later. <laughs> <laughs> and... Uh, what do you think of WA, you know, the vast country we have here, the vast state, I should say? Do you get out and have a look at, you know, down south and right through our wonderful landscape? Yeah, I'll, uh, I really love the south. Margaret River, Albany. If I, if I could, I would move and live in, uh, in Margaret River. I think everyone would. I wanted to ask some of the projects maybe that you've been, you've been working, like what, what, what's your most challenging one, for example, you've done? Most challenging one, uh, and not necessarily the client, but you know. Yeah, no, the project, uh, the uh, a job for uh, Hambury Studio in uh, Beaconsville. Uh, that was very challenging for all the levels. We basically uh, ripped out uh, all the front, and uh, we installed about 400 linear meter of metal edging. Mm-hmm. We terrace the front garden, and yeah, it's been challenging with the limestone that we found underneath, uh, and. And so how long did a project like that, you know, take start to finish? Uh, took us about a month. Okay. Yeah. And, and normally how long do your jobs, you know, like I know, for example, some of my jobs can take months and months, not just because of the time we're in, but yeah. because they're quite involved as well. So uh, Usually my project average uh, between a month to a couple of months. Yep. Yeah. Yeah. And do you get involved in everything from pools to... You know, um, structures, pergolas, uh, yeah. almost like a full uh, renovation company. Yeah, we do from A to Z. Yeah, everything. Yeah, yeah. from yeah. the hair moving to the everything. Yeah, and so um, talking about your most challenging, what's your what's your most your favorite favorite project that you've done? The favorite project that I've done has been for Mork Architecture uh, Cloister House uh, back in two thousand and. 17. That was my first job that I worked in collaboration with uh, Cherise from Garden Diva. It's been, it's been very nice. Uh, I love the, the way that she designed the garden, the contrast between the house and the luscious tropical garden in the courtyard. Yep. It was very nice. And do you get to go back and see, revisit oh, yeah. the project? Yeah, you know? yeah. And do you get, you know, because... I mean, if it's like me, once you're on site with a client for a month, two, three, you almost become like... Friends, in the um, end, yeah. you know, you, you don't want to leave, so you obviously keep you go back and check on your on your work. Yeah, yeah, with most of my clients, I've become friends. We go out for dinner and yeah, we stay in touch as long as they pay. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> now, one of the projects that you showed me when I first met you was you did a vertical garden inside a shopping centre. Yes. Tell us about that. That was fantastic. Yeah, there was a rental uh, for uh, Morley Galleria, and that was very challenging because. I was going to go in holiday and I had to postpone my holiday for uh, a week. In a week, I built uh, this 
vertical, I did the consultation, the fabrication of this 52 square meter vertical garden, self-standing, and the installation. All in seven days. I was like, full on. Uh, we planted about two and a half thousand of plants. Uh, we rent them, rented out for uh, three months. Uh, do you see yourself doing more sort of vertical gardens and green walls and roof gardens? I mean, they're going to be more pop- popular, we know that. Ah, yeah, especially now that the population is growing, uh, subdividing even more the blocks, the space, it's more reduced. The vertical garden a good solution to still have a, a green space. Mm. Uh, we install uh, quite a lot, about like two a month. Now, what do you think about training? Training, you know, for the future, getting more landscapers properly trained up is... All the guys that work for me, I'll, uh, I'll train them, uh, pay them courses because I want to have professional working for me. Good on you. And it's very important to have people uh, have knowledge. And um, so do you, how, do you, how do you do that? Do you put them through an apprenticeship or do you on-the-job training, is it, through, through what your experience or how, how, do, how do you go about that? Uh, it depends on the age. Usually we pay, pay them like TAFE courses uh, and train them on site with me. And so, you know, obviously it's been a, a fairly difficult period for, I speak to a lot of landscapers, I speak to you, I speak to Ben, I speak to most of the guys, it's been quite difficult labour-wise, probably the hardest it's been in 20 years I've been doing it. How are you going with that? I just, re- I just reduced the amount of work and I spoke with all my clients about uh, delays because it's been challenging also on the labor side, but also to source the material and the plants has been, yeah, very hard. Uh, I just slow down a little bit the work to don't lose quality because I don't want to rush on my jobs. Yep. Because when you rush, you start to make a mistake and cutting corners. I don't want that. I just take it a little bit easier. But, I mean, you know, I think a lot of, a lot of the boys and girls out there are, are doing that. Expectations, letting their clients know that there's jobs, you know, invariably going to take a little bit longer than what they have in the past, but... How the clients taken it? Are they? I found that like the Christmas build up was probably the best I've had because people understood that we were under the pump, so they didn't hassle us as much. I guess is what you know. Maybe that's not the right word, but like it just seemed a little bit easier this year. How did you go? Uh, You're shaking your head. Yeah, <laughs> <laughs> we yeah we struggled a little bit. Uh, we managed to finish almost all our projects. Yeah, spoke with the clients. The client, they understand mm. the situation. Um, something that we can't really control. Yep. We managed to keep them happy. And obviously everyone seems to be going through this massive boom just with the phones ringing and how, how you do, are you taking on new work? Are you only working for designers? Are you you know how how are you how are you managing that that you know demand from the public? Uh, we are fully booked till uh, September, so every new call I'll tell them that to get a quote it would take about a month, and if they want to do the, the job, it be scheduled from September on. So. Yeah, and most people are pretty good because we say the same thing. We're booking out till the end of the year, month or two to get a quote. Most people are like, I've rung three people and two of them didn't answer. So we're probably going to wait. You know, I'm like, well, you're going to have to. So I think just having that expectation, letting people know, people are probably going to be fine with it. Oh, yeah, if you're clearer. 
So you, what what about um, you know labour going forward? Do you want the, you're looking forward to the borders to open, or I know it's a it's a touchy subject for some people, but I like to find out. Some people don't. Some people do. What do you think would be the the optimum for you? I think for me it would be that the border reopen. I sponsored two guys, one from Germany, one from Italy, uh, about like three and a half months ago. The German guy managed to get to Melbourne. Has been stuck in Melbourne for a couple of months now. And hopefully you'll be here on the ninth. Yeah. yeah, well, we're the same. We've sponsored a, a, a young bricklayer from England. You know, selfish reasons. I want the border to open anyway. I think it's going to be definitely an interesting year, I guess. But it sounds as though you're don't, not going to be looking for too much work. That's for yeah. sure. And look, that's the great thing. There's plenty of work, isn't there? Ah, yeah. 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 Never experienced something like that. Now, look, before you go, I've got one question. The best spaghetti bolognese. How do you make it? What's the best? What's the sauce? Is it in the tomatoes? Is it the mince? What makes it? It's the mix of mince and the tomatoes. <laughs> you should come over for dinner. <laughs> what type of tomatoes? Roma? Roma, yeah. Roma tomatoes. Look, I've really enjoyed this chat. Yeah, it's been great. Um, I mean, a lot of people, Alessio, you're probably not alone. A lot of people that have come to Perth or Australia and, you know, started not necessarily just landscaping business but have gone from you know, some, somewhere new and started a brand new venture. It's quite interesting to hear your story. Sounds yeah, like you're enjoying it as yeah. well. Now, one question I want to finish off with, with you is the Awards of Excellence. You put in a project. Yep. It was a great start. Um, we would love to see you come back again. We're working hard, as you know, behind the scenes on the board. We really want to see up-and-coming landscapers given that opportunity to participate. Are we going to see some of your gardens being entered? Absolutely, absolutely. Yeah, this year I'll probably bring three or four different gardens. You've proved that you can do it and you've successfully done it. You're building your name up. We'll see you at the awards next yeah. year, of course, every year away. But also I think, Nick, this guy gives a lot of his time up, comes to board meetings. We appreciate that. Yeah, know, definitely. You know, when you were president, Nick, he was always there. So thank you, thank you for that time as well because it takes you away from your family. No uh, and we wish you all the best. Uh, and I'm sure you're going to win a number of awards for your work and be well acknowledged throughout the industry. Good, good stuff. Good on you, mate. Thanks for coming. Thank you. Thanks for having me. You've been listening to The Green Thumbs Up, brought to you by the Landscape Industries Association, WA. Sponsored by Mini Quip Hire.